Welcome to another inspirational message from Pastor Noob. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. We are just going to be sharing around the word a message that I have on my heart for you guys today. And so if you've got your Bibles or you've got an electronic version near you, why don't you go to Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 35. Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to 35. All right, this is what it says. In the sixth month of uh, Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I just pray for this uh, service this morning. Wherever we are right now, watching online, I just pray your blessing. I pray your presence. Fill each and every heart, each and every person. And Lord, let your word not return void, but let it fill what it fulfill that which you send it out to fulfill. We just give you the glory. We give you the praise in Jesus' wonderful name. And everybody said, amen. Fantastic. If you're taking notes this morning, I want you to write this title down. The power of obedience. The power of obedience. Now, there's an, there's an old carol. There's an old song that says, that asked the question, Mary, did you know? Mary, did you know? Pentatonics, a great group, you know, they did a remake or a, re, re, uh, uh, a reversion of, of revision of that song. Uh, and, uh, but that's an, a profound question to ask. When you think about the life of Mary and her involvement in the birth of Christ, how much did she really know about what was to come? You know, and here's another question. If she had known everything that was to take place. I'm not actually sure if she would actually go through with it. I, I reckon her, the human side of her, or her humans, instead of the spiritual side, the, her human side would have bailed a long time ago. You know, when we think about the life of what she experienced, she was heading into some difficult times. You know, she'll be persecuted by the community, having them, them having found out she was pregnant before she was married. Then she'll be um, persecuted uh, by Herod and, and have to flee to Egypt. There were so many things. I wonder if she had known everything that was to take place, would she have really gone through of it? Would she have really gone through the joys of childbearing, the stress of leaving her son behind? 
the confusion of seeing crowds gathered around her son and following them, listening to his teaching, knowing very well that her son Jesus did not go to rabbi school, you know, and, um, and then seeing the grief of uh, experiencing the grief of her son being abandoned by those same followers, those same crowds. They were seeing her son despised by the people, being beaten, being tortured, being humiliated and abused, and ultimately seeing her son die on the cross, which was the sinner's death. If she had known all of this, would she really have gone through with it? I'm not 100% sure. But here's what I am sure of. I'm so sure. I am so glad that she did. I'm so glad that she went through and was obedient to the word of the Lord. You know, friends, I want to remind us all that there is power for us in obedience. When God says go, the real question is, will you go? The real question is, will you do whatever it is that God is asking of you to do, just like he did with young Mary? And so what do we learn? What can we gain from the life of Mary in these early days, formative days, as she prepared for the coming of Christ. Well, number one, we learn that through obedience that there is protection, that God protected her in her obedience. Protection in obedience. Write that one down. You know, God protected her from shame. God protected her from rejection. God protected her from harm. God protected Mary. Why? Because within her was the source of all protection. In her was the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So God was protecting that which he had placed in her, in her heart and in her life. You know, I, I remember numerous stories of Bible characters whom God also protected. One of them is my all-time favorite character, David. You know, God uh, protected David from Goliath. Goliath came at David, and David's response to Goliath was this. You come at me with sword and spear, but I come at you in the name of the Lord God Almighty. Uh, Psalm 23, we read that the good shepherd comes with a rod and a staff to comfort us. And that not only that, he prepares a table in the presence of our enemies. Jesus is the one who will calm the storm. He will protect us in the storms of life. He will bring calm and protection to every situation that we face. He is our refuge and our shield. Can I get an amen this morning? He is the one that gives us the courage that we need. Like Gideon with only 300 facing uh, the tens of thousands that were coming up against him. He protected Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego as they uh, were placed in that fiery furnace. Jesus was the fourth man in that furnace. Amen, somebody. You know, many years ago, I heard the story. Uh, I met a pastor in India and uh, he told me the story of how he was kidnapped and beaten and tortured for five days. He was beaten and tortured for five days because of his faith and because he was sharing the gospel. And uh, uh, on the fifth day of his torture and, uh, and his beating, he asked to use the bathroom. So they took him to a, a bathroom where he could, uh, 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 could go and, um, and they locked the door behind him. What the, what the kidnappers didn't realize was there was a small window in their bathroom. So 
he, he breaks the bathroom window and he manages to climb out and run into the jungle for safety. Around that same time as he was uh, there lying on the grass uh, in between the trees, he sees a car drive past. I mean, how amazing is that? Just at that time. And uh, he waves the car down and he is rescued by that driver. He goes back to his uh, church and he goes back to his home and he, and he cleans himself up. And the very next thing he does is he goes back into the pulpit to continue preaching the word. God is our protector. No matter what comes at us, church, I want to remind us all that our God will protect us. He will uh, come in between the harm that we face. He will step in. And, and uh, as long as we stay obedient to God, God will always be uh, our shield and our fortress. Amen, somebody. You know, the second thing that we discover from Mary's uh, um, story is this, is that God not only uh, protects those who are obedient, but he will provide for those who are obedient. Provision, there is provision in obedience. Mary would know the provision of the Lord for the rest of her life. You know, she would know the provision that, that uh, through the three wise men that came uh, knocking on, on the door of the manger and they found Jesus. They brought these gifts uh, unto Jesus. Um, they would also, uh, she would also experience God's provisions in so many other ways. You know, when Jesus, Jesus' first miracle, I don't know if you realize this, his first miracle was not one of healing, it was not one of deliverance, it was one of provision. And guess who initiated the provision? It was Mary, Jesus' mother. And it was the turning of water into wine. You know, God is a God that provides. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is our provider, the supplier of all of our needs. Now, I believe somebody needs to hear that this morning. I believe some of us are really struggling right now. Well, I want to encourage you to stay faithful unto the Lord. He will provide for you. He is the God of, uh, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the God of, of Abraham who uh, took his son uh, uh, Isaac up into the mountain and he said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. God will always provide. Uh, I remember... Uh, hearing a story of Dr. Yongi Cho, who ran a, uh, a, the largest church uh, in the world. It was something like uh, over half a million people in this church. It started with just six people. And one day he was asked a question, uh, Dr. Yongi Cho, what is the secret to your success? How did you grow so, uh, so quickly and, and so greatly in your time? And he simply said this without hesitation, that the key to success was two things. Number one, he prayed. And number two, he obeyed. He simply said, I pray and I obey. You know, come on, where there is obedience, there is provision. I want to remind us all today that our God is a God that provides. You know, we at Elam in Christchurch, we set a goal for our giving every year. And this Christmas, we set a target in terms of our Christmas boxes. Well, I'm, I'm pleased to announce that we, we, we reached our goal uh, two weeks ahead of schedule. You know, we, all the funds and actually more than what we needed came in. And we are so blessed to be able to, to uh, meet the needs of over 350 families uh, this coming Christmas through our giving. 
you know, when I think about our missions offering, we, we always give to missions as part of our regular giving. And um, in our missions offering, we've been over the last three years, we've given over $100,000. I'm so proud of the church. I'm proud of what God is able to do in the church and through the church. God will provide. Our God is a God who'll provide. Amen, somebody. You know, one of our fathers uh, of our generation, one of the spiritual fathers of our generation is a man by the name of Luke Bro. And uh, Pastor Boyd and Sharon would know Pastor Luke very well. Uh, I think he was a mentor of Pastor Boyd's for a number of years. And uh, Pastor Luke always tells the story of how his church began. You know, his church is a, is a multi-million dollar church. It is tens of millions of dollars in assets. It has a school which is world standard. It has a, a numerous campuses. I think they've got something like six to eight campuses. Uh, it has a, a Bible college and it has multiple buildings that it owns and, and develops. And he always makes the comment that his church began with just 30 people and $10. 30 people and $10, they were just obedient to the Lord and God provided for them. I want to encourage us all to keep being obedient to the Lord. Just like Mary, she saw God's uh, provision. Why? Because she was obedient. And the final thing that we gain from Mary's obedience is this, is that there is purpose in obedience. There is purpose in obedience. You know, I've heard it said, the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you discovered why. I think that's such a profound statement to make. You know, I remember uh, being frustrated uh, as a young Christian. I had been working at a, at a local uh, youth at risk course. I was a computer tutor. And, uh, but I knew that this course wasn't where God had wanted me to be. I was frustrated. And in my frustration, I gave God an ultimatum. I said, Lord, you either tell me what I'm called to do or I'm walking away. You know, I was that bold. I was that, I was that uh, 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 arrogant before the Lord. And anyway, God in his grace gave me an answer. And I did something radical. I, I took my Bible and I just flipped it open and I put my finger on the first scripture that I saw. And praise God, I landed on John 21, 15 to 17. And it's Peter and John, uh, Jesus having this conversation. And in it, I found God speaking to me. Jesus asked Peter, Peter, do you love me? And at the same time, I felt God, Jesus asking me, "No, no, do you love me? And my answer would be the same as Peter's. And my answer would be, yes, Lord, you know I love you. And then Jesus would respond with these words, feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. I knew that that was what God was uh, saying for me and for my life. And I did another thing that was so radical. I went back to my employer the very next week and I said to him, hey, look, I've got a, I've got a word from the Lord. I believe I'm called to do this. I'm going to go serve at uh, the church one day a week. And uh, this is how it can work. My boss took two weeks to, de to decide whether to give me that day off. And at the end of the two weeks, he said no. And so what I did was I put a letter of resignation on his desk the very next day. So I left a full-time paying job to go and volunteer at church one day a week because of the scripture and because I felt God give me a purpose for my life. You know, Mary was given a purpose for her life. 
In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have towards you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Mary was given a clue as to the plan of God for her life. In verse 28 of the passage that we read in Luke chapter 1, it says this, that the angel spoke to her and he said this, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Now let's pause for a moment there. That word highly favoured or that phrase highly favoured actually translated simply means chosen. So when the angel was speaking to Mary, he was saying, greetings to you who are chosen. Mary was chosen. And that's what took her back. That's, what, uh, that's, what, uh, that's why she responded uh, with the, the way she responded. She said, what an odd greeting. What an odd way to, to greet me. And uh, because she was told that she was chosen, Mary was handpicked by God. She, was, she wasn't a random selection that God just uh, arbitrarily made. No, she was handpicked. She was the right person in the right place at the right time. Can I just say to each and every one of us that God doesn't just randomly pick people. No, he chooses people. He divinely chooses. You are in the right person in the right place at the right time. God is wanting to use you for a purpose and for a plan. Obedience, I must say, it's not just a one-time thing. Obedience needs to be a shift uh, of attitude in our hearts, and it has to become a lifestyle by which we live our lives. We just don't obey God once. We obey God each and every moment of our lives. Whenever God says give, guess what we're going to do? We're going to give. Whenever God says uh, serve, guess what we're going to do? We're going to serve. Whenever God says gather, guess what we're going to do? We're going to gather. Whatever God says, our job as followers of Christ is to simply obey, is to simply obey. You know, I remember um, the, uh, reading in Scripture, reading that phrase uh, in Matthew 28, go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. You know, that, that word go actually is, is, uh, is an active tense. It actually means as you are going. So as you are going, God will call you to do or, or make you do what he needs you to do. Can I get an amen in the room? You know, God is going to use you as you are going. As you are going through life, God will direct your steps and use you for his purposes and his plans. That's exactly what Mary discovered, that as she was going through life, God chose her and used her for his glory and his purpose. I love uh, this phrase, which I'm going to finish with this morning. Mary's comment back to the angel. In Luke chapter 1 and verse 38, her response should be that of each, of our, each and every one of us when we come before the Lord. Her response was this, I am the Lord's servant. May your word be fulfilled. She simply said this, I am the Lord's servant. May your word be fulfilled. In other words, Lord, just use me. Whatever you say, I'm going to do it. You know, I want to encourage every single man, woman, and child to just be obedient unto the Lord. I'm telling you, uh, obedience is what will grow you. Obedience is what will uh, change your life. Obedience unto the Lord and unto the word of the Lord is what will transform you to become more and more Christ-like. Can I get an amen? So as we close this morning, 
I just want to encourage you with those thoughts from Mary's uh, life and the brief moment we have with her in, in the build-up to the birth of Christ. She was such a key figure, and she was such a special person in Jesus' life that at the end of his life, he made sure that she was cared for. She would always spend the rest of her days knowing that what she committed her life to would become the catalyst for the salvation of many. I want to say to you, as you remain obedient unto the Lord, you will not know the full extent of the impact that your obedience will make in the generations to come. God is wanting to use you for his purpose and his plan. It is a plan that will give hope and a future to so many. So let me pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for each and every person listening to this message. I thank you for their hearts. I thank you for their faithfulness. Lord, I call them out to be obedient unto you, that they would follow you. They would, they would be led by you. They will be called out by you, chosen by you for this time. Each and every one of you are here for such a time as this. So we give you the glory. We give you the praise in our obedience because you, Lord, are worthy of it all. We give you praise for this church and the future of this church. We lay it at your feet in Jesus' wonderful name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. This has been another great message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.